Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Raphael. And I just want to say I'm fucking pissed, sad, you name it. As uh, you well known, our national soccer team, Colombia, had lost the chance to go to the World Cup. On, and uh, it kind of sucks in a way. Sorry, let me adjust the mic. I want to make sure that I can like sit comfortable. Yeah, uh, Colombia national team lost. Uh, the Colombia versus Venezuela. We won against Venezuela 1-0 uh, by a goal by James, but we lost the chance to go to the World Cup. And it's obviously not due to the last previous game. It's just due to all the ties and all the loss that we there's a few games that I can guarantee you we would have won but unfortunately we didn't and so we not going and it's a little sad in my it's a little sad for me but we gotta move on I'm sure we're gonna have a better head coach uh, I honestly believe that the head coach was the one at fault. Uh, some players' plays were at fault, and everybody above the head coach it were at fault too. Everybody, if I can split it into a pie, I want to give between five to ten percent for all the players, about fifty percent of the pie is the, the president of the Colombian national team and the 40% is the head coach. Yeah, I'm going to be ruthless with them, uh, especially the president. Uh, the president made the horrible choice of hiring the head coach. I don't know why he was not doing a great job with uh, Chile's national team and at that time and they still hire him so yeah I 50% to the president 40% to the head coach and 10% to the players because at the end of the day I I'm not a professional player but I believe that at least 10% can go to the players of not getting together and be like hey we need to step it up on the second tie in a row or something like that. Like, we need to step it up. And I'm sure they did. I'm sure they probably like, hey. Because I noticed when we were playing against Peru at home that they were, they shot 30 times at, at, the, at the net, at Target. And none of them, none of them went in. And I'm sure they felt that pressure. So that's why I just want to give them 10%. But I'm not a reporter. I'm just a fan, giving my opinion. Uh, but yeah. The other thing I want to talk about, and that is that, as obviously you can see, I cut my hair when I shave. <laughs> so yeah, I short hair for now. Uh, I think I did mention that on my first or second video, 
podcast that I was going to cut my hair, so I did. Um, and I want to have the, that military discipline mentality in a way because the last the last two weeks I've been waking up at 5 a.m. to work out. So, so far I've been doing just cardio and yoga, but I'm going to step it up with some weight, uh, weight trainings here in a bit. So, or not here in a bit, but I'm going to try to introduce that in the mornings. I just want to make sure I get my blood flowing. Um, I know there's some studies showing that it's better to train uh, strength for uh, weight training first and then cardio. So, uh, but I'm going to figure it out. So far, I'm enjoying it. I actually noticed my sleep habits. Um, before doing this, waking up at 5 a.m., I, I was not able to uh, go to sleep be- before midnight, and I constantly keep waking up at, in the middle of the night. But ever since I've been waking up at 5 a.m., I get really tired about 9 p.m., and I have the deepest sleep that I could get. So that I think that's a plus. Um, what else? Yeah, so I'm been having this kind of discipline on, on changing my habits a little bit. So hopefully I can see the results. Obviously I cannot see the results within days. So I gotta just keep working on it. And not just that, but I'm. I haven't been doing great on my diet, so obviously I gotta do better. Uh, hopefully that will that will sink in, that will connect later on on my diet and my exercise and my sleeping habits. It will all connect, but we'll see. So far, um, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this new journey that I'm taking, this new path. So it's kind of awesome. Um, but yeah. On the other topic, what are the things I want to change for Colombia? I'm glad you asked. Um, I, I want a new president. I And with the new president, I do want to make sure that the president has the ability to hire a new head coach for the next five years. That I mean, we have a a World Cup that we're going to miss, but I think the next Copa America should be soon. I want to take a look here and see when would it be. But 2024. So basically two years after the World Cup. So yeah, I think uh, hiring a uh, president that can give me a better plan I don't know how those elections are. I'm sure it's all politics where like uh, you're hiding all of our secrets. So let's keep you on. I definitely want a new businessman, a new not businessman, but a new business person that it can bring more revenue for the Colombian national team and maybe a better revenue for the Colombian soccer league. Uh, let's see what else do I want. I definitely do want better plan. Um, 
training facilities probably on different parts of Colombia. I want one in, in La Guajira. I want another one in Barranquilla, Bogota, Cali, Medellin. Like, Colombia is one of the places where you have different type of terrains. We have desert, we have mountains, we have port. Uh, we have a forest, we have um, beaches, you name it. Like, we have a, a lot of, oh, this word is going to sound so horrible. We have a lot of variety, variety, whatever it's pronounced. And um, we have different styles of playing that we can bring in. Um, I will definitely invest in beach soccer and stuff like that. I will do... I know, like, I'm thinking, like, very FIFA style, very, very, um, video game style, but if that doesn't teach us anything, I mean, trust me, that will teach us. I'm pretty sure we can reevaluate everything that we can on that kind of aspect. Um, what kind of head coach? Man, that's a good question. What kind of head coach do we want? Um, what are there available with our price range? That's the thing. I do want a... I think the best... One of my favorite styles of playing is... Tiki Taga, uh, Barcelona, uh, Pep Guardiola or Barcelona style of playing. I think I really love the way uh, our last head coach Peckerman used to bring Colombia up. I'm not gonna lie, I loved it. Uh, I think Bermudez was actually uh, helping on that. I think it was head coach Bermudez or De Leon, I forget which one, before Peckerman. I remember we were winning a lot um, before Peckerman took over. But he got in trouble with some political shit, like I said, everything's political in this fucking game, man, but I do, I do wish that we can bring somebody who, who can bring joy to the game, that we can, we can watch that and be like, holy crap, we give our everything to that game and we, we did it, you know, uh, what else, but yeah, uh, those are the things I want to change, unfortunately, by that time, I'm pretty sure uh, it will be either Cuadrado's last World Cup or he's done. I think he will not come back. He's been one of my favorite players. Another player that probably will be done is James Rodriguez. He's 30 years old. He will be 34. Actually, no. He will be 34. So he can be like a, a good veteran to have for 2026. So he should be around... Um, who else do we have? Maybe Ospina. Ospina will probably. Maybe Ospina. Um, Falcao for sure. Um, it's something that his last World Cup was 2018. But, you know, shit happens. Uh, let me see real quick. What else do we have? What other players? Recent current squad. Ospina will be 37. So will he still be playing? 
I doubt it. I feel bad for Camilo Vargas. I feel like he was under uh, Ospina's shadow the whole time. But I'm sure he can play a few games here and there. Uh, our next goalie will be Montero, which is he's 27, four more years. Hopefully we we between them uh, they can perform really well and for the next World Cup. I don't see a lot of youth. Um, let me see. The CEO, he's out. He will be 36 as a defender. And maybe 36 is too old for uh, World Cup. Uh, I don't know if he can keep up the pace. Uh, Favra, he's out. He's a winger that pl plays. He's 31. He will be 35. Maybe he will play as a veteran again. Who knows? But at least for the Copa America on 2024, he will be, they will be able to play on those. Hopefully they can bring us one Copa America again. Uh, let me take a look here. Mojica might, might be out too. Uh, Juan Mojica. Let me see, yeah, James 34. Barrios 20, he's 28. Wil, Wilma Barrios, he's 28. Dude, he should be playing in the Premier League or something, man. I'm really rooting for that guy to really go to the Premier League and get out of Russia. Um, Cuellar, I think Cuellar, he's coming here to United States. Um, there was a rumor that Real Salt Lake was looking into him, and hopefully they can bring him. Because he will be a great addition to the Real Salt Lake. Let me take a look here. Sorry if I'm making a lot of clicking noise man, with my mouth. Uh, those are the things I still got to work on on my podcast. And making sure I stay within subject and go ahead and communicate better. But it's a work in progress. But Mateo Suribe, he's out. I feel like he's going to be too tight. Uh... 35 years old as a midfielder, worn out. I honestly haven't seen a midfielder. I have seen strikers like Slata Ibrahimovic, I apologize, that in his 40 he's still playing amazingly. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi are another t players that are above 35 that are playing really good. Hopefully, I'm hoping that. All these names that I'm mentioning right now are capable of learning those behaviors from Slatan Ibrahimovic and adopting those behaviors so their can, body can last that longer. But it's up to them. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Luis Muriel, he's, he will be 34. Like I said, he plays in Atalanta. I would love to see him learn from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He can be a player that can like push it to the limit. Miguel Borja, same. I think like any, honestly, if, if we have every single Colombian player or any player in your designated country who can last as long as Zlatan Ibrahimovic, trust me, you will love it. So yeah, let's hope for that. Let's hope for them be capable of lasting that long.
Anyways, I'm just ranting off on my national team, man. I, um, it is depressing. It, it's not depressing. It's really sad for me. It is. It really impacted me because I was hoping to keep going and going. Uh, as a fan, I do want to see my national team always being improving, and unfortunately, we did. We haven't. Um, I saw a little hope when we were playing with against Argentina on the Copa America, but we end up being on third place. Um, and hopefully we can win another Copa America, man. I really do. And so, from what I've seen here, let's see. We have a few... We have a few players. I, there was a lot of players called from. Here's an, a, one player I want to see play Lucho Hernandez. That's one player that I noticed that he was really good under 17, I believe. Uh, I want to say under 17. I think it's Lucho Hernandez. Um, oh my gosh, now I'm... Now I'm lost on this. Holy crap. That's another thing I'm going to work on. Having information ready for you guys. But guess what? Today I made a list of the things I want to talk about. <laughs> so yeah. Let's take a look here. Who do we have? What do we have? So, ooh, let's see by age. 37. Yeah, he's out. Uh, Stalin Mota. He's out. I don't even think he had played for the... Um, Falcao. Uh, he will be 40. This was his last World Cup, but unfortunately he won't be able to go. Um... Dean, bro. Diego Chara, he's 35, bro. No way. Uh, another player, Gio Moreno, he's also 35. He'll be out. But let me see. Juan Camilo Hernandez. It's Juan Camilo Hernandez. That's one player that I noticed that for his... Uh, and he's 22. He's very young. He, he can actually be our future striker if somebody calls him up and finds out. Uh, let, let's take a look here and see. But I think Luis Diaz, he's going to be our future. He'll be 29 by the next World Cup, so which is will be great. Um, Duan Zapata... Uh, Duan Zapata will be 34. He might be the veteran. Mm, let's see. Luis. Luis Sinisterra. Uh, he, he could be another future. Play on the other side of Luis Diaz. So it will be great. Yeah, Cuadrado. He will be 37. 
by the time of the next World Cup. So, I wonder if Falcao can last two more years. He will be 38, but I say have him as a venture. So he can play like the last 10 minutes if needed. But that's only up to him, man. I'm pretty sure he won't want to play after 38. But maybe he can bring us a Copa America, man. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, but anyways, Alfredo Morelos, he will be 29. He will be on the prime of his time. I need him to play in a competitive... Not a, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like it's not competitive enough. But I want one of the five leagues. Uh, my top five leagues have always been the Premier League, which is England, La Liga Santander, which is Spain, the Bundesliga, which is Germany, um, Serie A, which is Italy, and I'm missing one, which is going to be, excuse me, if it wasn't for this, <laughs> being guessing, the French League, but not for PSG. I said play against PSG. Because that will bring... I feel like playing against PSG can bring you more value. Because they will notice how... If you can beat PSG with all their superstars, you can definitely beat anybody you want. So that's what... Hmm. Piece of ice. That's what Frank, that's the league on um, has the advantage of. If you can beat PSG, you can win it all. Uh, and so on and so forth. Let's take a look. Who else do we have here? Rafael Borre, he's 26, so he'll be 30. He should be on his prime by the next World Cup. Which we need him on the prime. Jorge Carrascal, he will be 27. He's young. That's another player I kind of want out of Russia. Yeah, the whole Russian uh, political shit. Um, I, it kind of puts me like, man, just get all those Colombian players out of there, bro. Yeah, just take them out and play somewhere else. Um, in my opinion, um, if Parma has the money, should sign them. If Palermo can have the money, they should sign them. I believe that Palermo can sign a few Colombian players that, to bring value to Palermo and be able to play in the second division, third or second division, and be able to get those Colombian players uh, Colombian players or any type of player from South America to be able to push them out of I think they're on the D it said he D so but yeah um who else who else yeah Juan Fernando Quintero I don't think he will ever get out of River Plate I think he will be a River Plate for life Unless he will play back home in Colombia. And he will be 34. I believe he's a great player. I 
I personally think that he doesn't want to compete on on the European League. I'm not sure why, but I wish him the best. Um, Santiago Arias, he will be 34, but I feel like he's not the same since he broke his ankle. A horrible, horrible accident. I, I wish it never happened to him or any other player. Um, but yeah, we do have a few, few young players actually. Alzate, Cuesta. I feel like Cuesta got injured and couldn't finish. But I feel like Cuesta. I feel like the the defense that we had needs improvement. I'm sorry. I feel like we're missing like a Mario Yepes. Uh, influencer in the team. I feel like uh, Davison Sanchez, Jerry Mina, um, Medina, Lukumi, Cuesta, Tecillo, Fabra, Munoz, Mojica. We do have great talent as a defenders. I just feel like they don't have the defensive mentality or they they're missing the skills defensively and i feel that that's what's missing physicality is there they can keep up but i feel like sometimes they're playing with two right feet and i say right feet instead of left feet because i'm left-hander and that's fucking why um but I do feel like they're not playing right. Like, the last couple of matches of Davison Sanchez, I've been feeling bad, man. I know he's a great player. I don't know what happened. Ever since the the Champions League finals and when Tottenham was uh, up there, I feel like something happened mentally. And that's something that we he needs to fit. He needs to talk to a, a sports therapist. And be able to fix that mentality, man. But I, but I know he's capable of it. I know he is. I don't give a fuck what people say. I believe in those guys, man. But another subject, um, but same re- uh, related to soccer. Uh, Harry, the Manchester United defender. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna forget his name. And I even only wrote down his first name, not his last name. But. But. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for him. His name right the fuck now. Um. I feel like. Uh. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. Don't beat me. Don't talk. Don't yell at me, people. I'm looking for him. Oh, he's 29. Harry Maguire. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. All right. Harry Maguire apparently is getting abused by his national team. And that sucks. And that really sucks. But <laughs> no, I'm not going to justify that shit. Uh, that's horrible. Um... I believe that 
Harry Maguire, you're not alone. Um, look what happened the game after after we lost against Peru. Colombia lost. A whole stadium was whistling at the players after losing. Even though they, you can totally tell that they were trying to score 30, 30 goals in against them, against Peru. And Peru just counterattack and score that one goal. That's it. But then you saw that Colombia had the ball, the possession the whole time, and we still got, they still got whistled. And Harry Kane is getting apparently the same treatment or some some sort of bad treatment, and that's horrible. Uh, I know I don't, I have personally don't wanted to trade you for Manchester United because I'm a fan of Manchester United, but I don't wish you to get whistled or treated that horribly. Um, I believe. I'm, I mean, there's a reason why you're in Manchester United because you were that great. You you play you're playing for a team that it was really really good, and it sucks that they're treating you like that. Hopefully, the fans can realize like, hey, you cannot. As a fan, this is what I gotta say: you're not on the field, so you shut the fuck up, kind of shit, you know. I'm as a fan, shut the fuck up. But I still talk about it. I still fucking mention like, hey, gotta play like this, gotta play like that. Because that's the strategy that I see. I'm not gonna be sure gutting it, but I'm also not gonna be like, no, that player's horrible. I I mean, if I do say that aloud, I apologize. I apologize to the player. But I would do my best to make sure that on this podcast, I will not talk that. And if I do, it's because of what I'm seeing is something that is affecting the team. And I want the best for you, period. No matter who you are. Uh, let's see, yeah, so, yeah, you're, yeah, Harry Maguire, you're not the only one. Maybe I'm missing the details of what they're saying to him. Maybe I'm missing the details, but apparently he's getting abused. And I'm like, all right. That's all I wrote. That Harry Harry Maguire was getting abused by the by the Nationals team's fans. That's all. Should have happened. Hmm. Anyways, I'm so disorganized. Not gonna lie. If I could show you the, what I'm talking about, the list that I have. <laughs> when with Colombia first, haircut back to Colombia, then Harry King. I'm sorry, not Harry King. Harry Maguire. Um, another thing, uh, I'm going back to Colombia again, is, or not Colombia, but the Come Bowl, is that for, I like, I believe the last time I mentioned that, that the fifth place, plays against Oceanary, or OFC, but apparently they play against uh, a team from Asia. So let me take a look. I'm gonna go ahead and re-find out and see. Yeah, see, we already have a bunch of 
competitions as a national team. But before I get distracted, because I tend to do that a lot. Come on, Rafa, you can do it. Focus. Focus. Where are you? Where are you? I'm gonna have to go with it. God damn it. I'm just gonna Google Comable Qualifiers. Who does the fifth place play against? Okay, here you go. Is the interconfederation playoff? So basically, there are two scheduled interconfederation playoff to determine the final two qualification spots for the World Cup. And that's Peru, New Zealand. So yeah, so I was right. Um, well, I was wrong of being right. I was right of being wrong, which means I said it before that we were going to play against AFC. I mean, o OFC, but we weren't. That's CONCACAF. So the third place for CONCACAF will play against New Zealand. And whoever wins on, or whoever's fourth place on the Asian Federal, uh, federal Club um, will play against Peru. So whoever wins against those two tournaments, we're going we're gonna to see what happens. But yeah, that was that was uh, one thing I was supposed to do today. Make sure I corrected myself for that part. Um, another soccer-related or football-related uh, topic is that the Barcelona female team broke the world record of how many fans were watching that game, which was above 91,000 fans. And congratulations. I wish that every soccer team, both female and male, actually can hold that many that many people in the stadium. It just shows that the stadium, if we can hold that many people, that would be great. We will all show up. But yeah, and probably tickets will be cheaper. Who knows? We'll see. But... And lastly, well, not lastly, but uh, there's a few games that I want to fix. I know, broken record. It's because I've been playing a lot of video games lately. And I know that, or yeah, I have played a lot of video games, but I haven't been streaming because sometimes I don't want to be talking while video, uh, streaming. I mean, while playing video games, so I just decide not to stream. I'll get better. I'll get better. I know I broke it. Like, I feel like full, uh, hopeless promises. <laughs> oh well. Anyways, um, let's see here. We do want to talk about 
how we can improve um, on soccer. I really wish that could happen. I did talk about those subjects, so I'm gonna delete them. I was gonna talk about Need for Speed because I was uh, recently watching a video about how Need for Speed went downhill, and I kind of agree. Um, Gran Turismo is, I think it's a video game with the most cars, and Need for Speed you like copy and paste that shit. Um, same with customization, better customization, better. Uh, I haven't played it. This is the reviews that I've been watching on YouTube. And I kind of want to buy it. By the way, any shit that I'm talking about, nobody's paying me for it. Simply my opinion. How do I feel? So, fuck all that shit, man. Um, I don't want to talk about the Will Smith love. I feel like everybody and their fucking mother have talked about it. And I don't want to talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about it. I feel what's done is done. There's some. Um, and I'm not going to talk about it. I was about to talk about it. God damn it. But I did mention it. So I'm going to leave it at that. I've been watching a new show called, or not a new show, but I've been watching uh, Yellowstone I'm on season two. So we'll see what's up. It's kind of getting good. I like it. I like that. Um, the Utah Jazz lost a 25 point lead against the Clippers. I'll leave that for the Monty Show. I've been watching the Monty Show. I love that. I love that podcast. Uh, or, yeah, Monty Show. It's a, it's a show, bro. Not just a podcast, probably radio shit. But I love it and I love the show. And I'm gonna leave them talking about the jazz because I feel like they have been bringing good point. If you want to listen about the Utah Jazz, go to the Monty Show. They, I feel like they go into detail about every single player's problem coaching problems, uh, front office problems, and tell you like what they can fix. They won't go into details because the main thing they say is depending where they go on the off season. They're very patient on, cause I've been at, I have asked them like, Hey, there's a few times uh, I've seen it, or I have asked, if you trade Rudy Gobert, who would you get for him? And they always say, like, it depends. It depends this summer. What do we see this summer? And it's really good answer. I mean, sometimes I don't have the patience to type, and I'll be like, in your opinion. But obviously, they, they're pretty good at on answering those questions like that. Um, listen, uh, I have tried a few trades on the ESPN NBA tra- uh, trade machine. And it does, listen, it's just for you to compare player 
salary versus player salary. It has nothing to do with actual anything. That's it. Because if I wanted to trade Rudy Gobert, according to this NBA uh, trade machine, I can get uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Jalen Brown for for Rudy Gobert. And oh, let me let me do the math because I know it's gonna be crazy NBA trade. Trade machine, there it is. I'll make it work. Where I will pick the Utah Jazz and I will get Boston. Jason Tatum, 28 million. Rudy Gobert, 35. So I'm missing 10. And I bet you if I get. Marcus Smart. Try this trade. It's successful. Do you really think the Boston Celtics are going to trade me? Jason Tatum for Rudy Gobert? Fuck no. But it says here that it's successful. Anybody can do it at home. So it's kind of misleading because, yeah, as if you can choose your your favorite team. I can. If your favorite team is the Lakers and you want to trade Russell Westbrook, you can pick any team you want. You can send them to Orlando if you want to or anywhere you want. Or get your trades back from the Washington. Uh, there's Westbrook and let's get Caldwell Pope, Kuzman. I'm, uh, he's a 44, so I'm missing 20-something. Uh, I said 20-something. God damn it. Shit, I'm going to have to make a, another team. Let's get the Chicago Bulls. Let's bring... To the Lakers, Caruso. <laughs> they sure miss him. Actually, let's not even bring Caruso. Let's bring someone tougher. Because we're missing about... That's... 27 million, 144. We're missing like about... Damn it. Brain fuse. Uh, they do have... Black, uh, Levine blocked. Let's bring the Melo Ball. You know, let's bring them. A Melo Ball for 18 million. And... Acquire 44. There it is. Now, I need to send somebody to um, to Chicago. Porzinga. Porzingis. Er, try this trade. Oh, never mind. It didn't work. Damn it. I bit my tongue on that one. Oh, well. But if you can make the salary work, it will work. It is no other way anyways um i'm gonna leave the monty show talk about it i will give my opinion i feel like the utah jazz 
to build around uh, Dana Mevimetion. I was supposed to say Rudy Gobert. <laughs> no, Bobby. No, no, no. Eso no se hace. Eso no se hace. Mira. Let's let's do the trade. Let's trade everybody in the Utah Jazz form. But Donovan Mitchell. If we can keep Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell is like, okay, I'll give you the chance to build a team around me within the four-year contract that we have. He has a four-year contract, right? We just signed him up. Let me take a look. I would have blocked. Um, new stats, no. Come on, ESPN app. Show me what you want. Show me what I want. Bio. No, it wouldn't be on bio, would it? No. Stats? Nah. News? Maybe. Overall. You know what was it? Google. So let's Google. I'll never mention salary. 28 million, but for how long? Come on, Bobby. Don't do this to me. He signed a four-year contract, rookie contract scale. So basically, he signed a four-year contract, multi-deal, okay. with the Utah Jazz. So we have four years from 2017. God damn it, that, that ain't shit. Hello, dude. No way. We don't have enough time. We need to renew with them, man. I wish we can renew. But I think we have to wait. So son of a bitch. Um, yo. Let me take a look. And uh Don Nob Wow Donovich. Contract end. Ha 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 twenty twenty six. Never mind. Woo! That was a close one. Yep, 2026, a five-year contract with for 163 million. I thought it was 195. Dude, he got chipped. God damn it. See, and this is why I'm saying 2017 should have been the uh, his rookie year. He, he should have won the rookie of the year, and that would have brought him to 200. Simple as that. But yep, here it is on. BleachReport.com. Donovan Mitchum, the Jazz agreed to a five-year contract for 195 million. I knew it was 195 for five years. His contract ends on 2026, so we have until 2026, four more years, for to build a team around Donovan Mitchum to be able to win the uh, the championship. If not, he will go to the New York Knicks. 
And if he goes to the New York Knicks, people are going to follow him. Because he have the potential of people following him. But I will do my best on getting rid of some... Um, all the start, uh, all the starting lineup. I'm sorry, but I feel like we can get better. Uh, not that we can get better players. Is that, in my opinion, Rudy Gobert needs, uh, and I'm sure the same opinion as Monty the show. Uh, and the reason why is because I agree with them. Rudy Gobert needs to build an offensive. Offensive skills, period. He needs to do the skyhook. I will. I'm. I'm watching like a TV series on HBO called the Winning Time or Showtime. It's about the LA Lakers when uh, Jerry Buss bought the team. And I'm like, dude, that freaking skyhook is fucking good. If he can get to build that up, I guarantee you, it will be better. But, you know, the fuck we know, right? I mean, just build that up, bro. <laughs> um, Donovan mentioned, uh, according to the Monty show, that he, he needs to build a mid-range, anything between the three-point line and the and a close, close shot. Not a layup, but like just a shot. That'll be good. Um, I personally think it's not that he's missing something; it's that he's missing someone. I believe that Mike Conley. Hopefully, he can show us what he's made of and the reason I say that because last time I watched him play he only scored like 9 points maybe I watched him on the off game maybe I didn't but I feel like that locker room needs improvement uh, what else I it, 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 it's mine it's mind blowing how that used to chess are losing, so we'll get better. Do I think that we're gonna win the championship this year? Fuck no. Can we try? Fuck yeah. Only if we get together and be like, hey, shut the fuck up. I, 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 no, excuse me. Back that up. Me as Dominic Mitchell will be like, hey. Hey, listen up. I'm the captain. <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, I'm the captain here, motherfuckers. And it's my time. It's time for us to win the fucking championship for the Utah Jazz. And, I, and if you want to win, let's fucking win this shit. I want everybody to at least score 10, 10 or more points. I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking pass it to you. Or do something. But. I want to see you scoring 10 points. Or 10 blocks. Or 10 something. Do not give me 10 turnovers. <laughs> turnovers. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> but. 
But yeah, uh, no, I believe that Utah Jazz needs to step it up. I, I think they they need to be a little bit vulnerable with, with each other and just say, hey, man, I, I want to win. But I feel like this team is not doing it. And I don't know if the head coach is doing shit about it. I don't know if Quinn Snyder is talking to them himself and saying, hey, let's do this, guys. Come on. What is going on? I mean, and that's from my perspective. If I, if they allow me in the locker room, I'll be like, what the fuck is going on with you guys? Just what's going on? Talk to me. Like, you guys are great. You guys can... I can see the Utah Jazz if everybody's hitting their fucking best. Let's say no injuries, just an NBA 2K22. Everybody's no injury, playing their max. I guarantee you that Mike Mike Conley can score you 30, 30 to 35 points. Uh, Rudy Gobert can give you 20 to 30 points too. And Donovan Mitchum, 40 to 50. So, and those are three players. That's two players that don't have to do shit. Boyan will score the fuck out of that three-point line. And I will say 30 points. And then Royce O'Neal. Listen, buddy, at Royce O'Neal, I feel like you can only give me 15 points, but I'm going to give you 20. You give me 20. I know you can. But, but I know that all those guys with those many points, you don't think they would win any game? Like, I'm, I'm not, I kind of do all that math inside my head. But, like, if 30 plus... Rudy Gobert, 30s, plus Donovan, 50, plus those three players right there, 110, automatically. Uh, I need two more. Jordan Clarkson, 20. I say he will give me 25. Off the bench, 25, boom, 135. And that's not including the two other ones. Boy, 30s. That's 165. Who else? Who else am I thinking of? Royce O'Neal, 20 point. 185. Bro, come on, yo. I believe you guys can do it. I really do. All you gotta do is be sincere with yourself and say what's blocking you. I understand you're under contract and if you sound somewhat vulnerable with your own teammates, you might get condemned, but maybe hire. I mean, maybe the Utah Jazz need to hire a a sports therapist. I don't know if they have that, and if they don't, they should. And if they do, the player it should be a mandatory once a week and communicate and say how do you feel and have open doors to like whenever you feel like you need to talk about something, talk about it. But as you can see, I'm truly, truly a believer of uh, therapy, mental health therapy. So trust me. 
I know my own share. But guys, um, looking right at you, if you watch this up, if you watch my podcast, you don't have to answer to me. Just answer to yourself. What's going on inside your head? What's bugging you? And talk to someone about it. And I suggest it should start with your own teammates. Donovan should stand up and be like, you know what's bugging me? This is what's bugging me. And I want to win. And I want to fix this. Rudy Gobert should be like, you know what's bugging me? This is what's bugging me. And I want to fix this because I want to win. We all come together and fucking sing Kumbaya, whatever the fuck, you know? Uh, we can sing Bad and Bushy too if you want. I don't give a fuck. But we need to be sincere with each other and just, or the players should be sincere with each other and just be like, hey, what's going on? The head coach should be also the same way. That moment should be vulnerable within you guys and be able to play your hearts out, man. But, but nothing. You should, period. Don't give up. I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm not giving up on the Utah Jazz. I'm not giving up on the Colombian national team. I'm not giving up on Junior. I'm not giving up on any of my teams I'm not, I'm not giving up on my New York Yankees I'm not giving up on um, maybe I will give up on my New York Giants but it's just a joke I will not give up on you but we're on the rebuilding stage for sure we are rebuilding the fuck out of New York Giants man um, but yeah and going back to the whole Colombian, I hope that I might go in Spanish on this one. Um, yo espero que después de esta perdida tengamos la juventud colombiana que diga yo quiero ser el próximo Pele que yo quiero ser el próximo yo y quiero levantar quiero levantar a este Colombia a un Colombia mejor y esto va para todos los, los futbolistas colombianos de que hey bueno, no solamente los futbolistas, los basquetbolistas, los beisbolistas, todos los que juegan deportes. Yo quiero ser el, el próximo yo en romperla en todo lo que pueda y esforzarme a, a romperla en todo. Eh, ustedes fueron los, ustedes escogieron esta carrera porque es lo que te gustaba. O lo que te gusta. Y, y ustedes pueden subir adelante. Ustedes ya saben qué es el sacrificio que se tiene que dar 
para estar en donde están ahora. Imagínate el sacrificio que tienen que dar para llegar en donde ustedes quieran llegar. Y, y solamente está el... Y lo único que te previene es la cosa mental. Eh, la, los problemas mentales. Es lo único que te va a bloquear. El único que te va a bloquear de hacer todo eso es con la persona en el espejo. Y, y la verdad, yo, yo desde afuera, que no te estoy mirando en el espejo, pero te estoy mirando por esta cámara y te estoy diciendo de que yo sé que ustedes pueden, yo sé que tú puedes. Yo sé que un joven de 14 años ahora mismo puede ir al mundial a los 18 años en 4 años. Pelé lo hizo, ustedes también pueden hacerlo. Hay que tener esa inspiración a que puedan pasar a la Copa Mundial y ganarla. Eh, especialmente en este momento que si se sienten tristes o, o se sienten eh, enojados por lo que pasó, hagan algo. Y cuando digo hagan algo es entrenen, entrenen a jugar fútbol, entrenen a, en la dieta, en, en la nutrición, entrenen mentalmente en poder seguir adelante. Y espero que alguien de ustedes puedan ver este podcast y, y espero que se inspiren a, a seguir adelante porque si nadie se lo ha dicho te lo estoy diciendo en ese podcast yo creo en ti y yo sé que tú puedes lograr tus metas que te pongas and with that said <laughs> yeah I, I yo lo siento, papi. Eh, ustedes pueden. Tienen que seguir adelante y eso es todo. Eh, ¿Cómo suena mi español? <risa> Dude. Mi español se ha puesto un poquito gringo. <risa> si ustedes me escuchan, esto soy yo hablando así. No, no soy. Estoy hablando así porque este, me estoy preocupando un poquito más de mi acento, de mi manera de hablar, un poquito. Porque siento que se me está olvidando el acento. Pero bueno, ese es otro, otro tema que podemos hablar otro día. De pronto para el próximo, para el próximo episodio hablamos de, de mi español y eso. Pero sí, es este... Aquí es, eh, yo sé que va a haber mucha gente que cree en ti. Uh, yo voy a creer en ti. Hay que seguir adelante, papi. Eso es todo. No hay que mirar atrás. Y si quieres mirar para atrás es para arreglar los problemas que hiciste. Para hoy. Y ya. No, no necesitas quedarte ahí. Eh, 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 comiéndote el pasado. Porque no está creando un futuro. Eh, y eso es todo. Ah, tengo entendido que. 
Reynaldo Ruedas, the head coach of Colombia national team. He's been... I know I just switched to English again, man. But um, the head coach of the Colombia national team have resigned or, or got fired. And it was on the contract that if you didn't make it to the World Cup, you would be fired with no, no paid. So... And thank God, because we still have to pay, like, Carlos Queiroz, who I feel like he only played, uh, he only coached for two games, and he was let go. But, I don't know. Um, I will have to look into what kind of head coach we can bring to Colombia national team. No sé si ya lo dije en inglés. Pero yo creo que vamos a necesitar un entrenador nuevo en que pueda traer un... No sé qué entrenadores hay disponibles al precio. Quisiera saber cuánto... cuánto eh, Colombia se puede gastar en un entrenador. Y buscar un entrenador por usted. Porque siento que quien está buscando el entrenador... Papi, ¿cómo vas a encontrar? ¿Por qué contrataste la misma persona que te falló en el 2006? Todo el mundo cuando vio que querían contratar a esa persona, no estaban prestando atención en las noticias. Siento que no. Y, y entiendo, porque a veces las noticias te dicen cosas que ni los reporteros saben que están diciendo. Man. Pero tienes que ponerte las pilas, papi, porque... Nos afectaste este, esta Copa Mundial. Pero bueno. That's my favorite thing to say. Pero bueno. But, oh well. You know, just fuck, shove it up. You know, like, brush it off. But yeah, uh, to all my audience. I mean, I can go for two hours. Uh, two hours on, on just... <laughs> On just the Colombian national team, bro. Like I think like one hour is a good, good, but it still hurts. It still hurts, and trust me, I can go days and days talking about how bad it hurts, and and then again, it's not listening to my own advice of moving on, letting go. Gotta let go, bro. Gotta let go of the lost that we're not going. Just enjoy the World Cup like everybody else. I mean, we still have the USA national team. I will be rooting for them. Um, which I haven't watched one single qualification game from them. And I feel bad. But because I feel bad because I feel that I should be paying attention to see how well they're playing or if. What are the mistakes that I'm noticing from them? But we'll see. Um, my fitness journey. Uh, talking about that, I haven't recorded yet. <laughs> I've been waking. I have been waking up at 5 a.m. the last two weeks. This is week two, by the way. Uh, I've been recording myself. Or haven't been recording myself, but I don't know. Uh, the, but I've been waking up at 5 a.m. to work out, and um, 
I did mention it. I've, I've been feeling better. I just need to uh, do it for two more weeks, and I feel that it will be become a habit of waking up at 5 a.m. and having that routine and be able to work out better and better. Um, the days that I haven't woken up in the morning are Saturday and Sunday. And I thought it was going to affect me on Monday. I was like, fuck. I didn't woke up at 5 a.m. on Saturday or Sunday. But I did went to bed early. And it kind of like, ugh. But this Saturday, the temperature is going to be like around the 7 Fahrenheit, uh, 70 Fahrenheit. So I might go for a run outside. Because right now, I'm just enjoying this, this, this gym right here where I can do pull-ups, I can do squats and push-ups, which by the way, I don't know if you can see it from that. Let me pick them up. 